Hello, this is Peter Bergman. Welcome to the Friday, February 17th, 2011 edition of Oz in Your Ears, Radio Free Oz's Daily Podcast. And you know, they've They've settled with the banks, it appears, some sort of $25 billion settlement between the states and the banks. But that uh, disaster ain't over, and it seems like there's some serious stuff going down that still has to be dealt with, i.e. an audit by San Francisco County officials of about 400 recent foreclosures there determined that almost all involved either legal violations or suspicious documentation, according to a report released this week. You know about these foreclosure mills where they'd send over hundreds and hundreds of documents which people would robo-sign, and the more they signed, the more chance they got for, like, bling incentives. All the way up to BMWs. Cheat enough, people get a BMW. The improprieties range from the basic, a failure to warn borrowers that they were in default on their loans as required by law. Hey, it's only required by law. We're the banks. We're too big to care. To the arcane, for example, transfers of many loans in the foreclosure files were made by entities that had no right to assign them, and institutions took back properties in auctions even though they had not proved ownership. Hardly arcane. That's all part of the deep cheat. Commissioned by Phil Ting, the San Francisco Assessor Recorder, the report examined files of properties subject to foreclosure sales in the county from January of 2009 to November of 2011. Very recent. About 84% of the files contained what appear to be clear violations of the law. It said and fully two-thirds had at least four violations or irregularities. We may be talking about perp-walking these bank executives. The depth of the problem raises questions about whether at least some foreclosures should be considered void, Mr. Ting said. We're not saying that every consumer should not have been foreclosed on or every lender is a bad actor, but there are significant and troubling issues, he says. Yeah, you know, I think most of the lenders are bad actors and a lot of people were illegally foreclosed on. Hey, occupy the banks. In a significant number of cases, 85% documents recording the transfer of a defaulted property to a new trustee were not filed properly or on time, the report found. Not properly, i.e. these signing mills would just run through hundreds, each person hundreds a day without taking a look criminality. And in 45% of the foreclosures, properties were sold at auction to entities improperly claiming to be the beneficiary of the deeds of trust. In other words, the report said a stranger to the deed of trust gained ownership of the property. As a result, the sale may be invalid, it said. Maybe he was a stranger to the deed in legal terms. He was no stranger to the bank people that set up the foreclosure. Ooh, this is a big one. This corruption pot and bubbling. Hi, this is Mitt Romney here to ask you folks in local area an important question. Are you sick and tired of trudging off to that same old factory every morning, making widgets or packing boxes or reading dials or pushing paper? Are you thoroughly disappointed with that steady weekly paycheck that just lets you get by raising a family, paying the bills, sending your kids to college and supporting your community? Well, we can feel your pain because we're the boys from Bain. We've come to local area to put an end to your nightmare of slaving 40 hours a week, 50 weeks a year, with nothing to show for it but a decent health plan, an adequate pension, and the satisfied feeling of living a modest, productive, and useful life. 
you wake up tomorrow, it will be a brand new world. Thanks to the boys from Bain, the factory that's been exploiting you for 30 years will be shuttered in cold. All those pesky machines shipped off to sweatshops in China, and all the company's hard-earned cash carefully siphoned into the pockets of bankruptcy lawyers, Wall Street speculators, and the friendly free marketers at Bain Capital. That's us, with the cash stuffed into our suits and mouths. Look at the carefree, self-satisfied expressions on our shiny white faces. That can be you in just a short time, because we've freed you to pursue the American dream. Reinvent yourself. Become the CEO of your own startup. Be reincarnated as the child of a multimillionaire auto executive. Abandon your family and join a cult. Sell pictures of yourself on the internet. Or join the other 25 million Americans enthusiastically coping with the unexpected opportunities of structural unemployment. We're the boys from Bain Capital a vaguely regulated, over-leveraged, compassion-free poster child of vulture capitalism. I'm Mitt Romney, and I've never seen this ad. Yesterday, I promised that we'd get into depth about the fascists in the sweater vest. We're talking about our favorite crypto-theocrat, Rick Santorum. Rick Santorum is surging nationally. As I've mentioned before, the image of Rick Santorum surging I find very unpleasant. And actually, shouldn't a candidate who's surging wear a rubber? <laughs> Not according to Rick. He never has worn any rubbers, and his wife has never used any birth control, and that's why they have a family of 87, only the best-looking six of which appear with him in his campaign ads. Well, Rick is really going all out. Now, this is a guy who is a benighted extreme right-wing amateur of sorts. He has no campaign headquarters. He has little or no budget. He has no crew. There are no forward people to find out if the venues he's going to be speaking at are correct. They don't check the sound systems. Doesn't seem to matter. He's the people's man. Here's Rick Santorum being Rick. Yeah, let Rick be Rick. At a gathering in Idaho, the fans were going crazy for him. And I think we can say, you don't have to be Nate Silver to know this, that if he does run, Against Obama in 2012, Rick Santorum will take Idaho. So, he had a Boise crowd in his hands this week, affirming his faith, ripping the GOP opponents and President Obama, and setting high stakes. Quote, we have a duty to leave this country better than we found it. I believe that if we are unsuccessful in this election, that we will have failed in that duty, and it will have horrendous consequences. It will be the end of the great experiment in the order of liberty and freedom. That's good. If Barack Obama has a second term, goodbye to liberty and freedom. Whoa, he makes Barry Goldwater look like Saul Alinsky. Santorum filled the 1,300-seat Capitol High School Auditorium, and more than 1,000 listened in the gym. The crowd was a big part of the event, booing U.S. Senator John McCain, calling Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg traitor and reminding Santorum that American revolutionaries had more than muskets. You start calling Supreme Court justices traitors and reminding everybody that you've got automatic weapons, bullets, not ballots, and we're talking about putsch land. That's why I use the word fascist. It isn't just a throwaway from the left. It's exactly who he is. And God. 
said a voice from the crowd, prompting one of a dozen standing ovations during Santorum's 75 minutes on stage. Oh, I get it. The American revolutionaries had more than muskets. They had automatic weapons and God. Woohoo! Well, said Santorum, they believed. They believed and they went out and did extraordinary things. Santorum said Obama is following the FDR playbook, determined to sucker public dependency on government. I guess what he doesn't understand is just about everybody under 40 in that audience doesn't know what he's talking about. They may think that FDR, the FDR, is probably a new Chrysler model, maybe a convertible. We are reaching a tipping point, folks, he said, when those who pay for the minority and those who receive are the majority. Freedom in an election process is not something people will care about. They will care about whether they get their peace. Ah, buzzword, welfare moms, wearing his signature sweater vest, jeans, and worn cowboy boots, and looking by (laughs) my fashion sense like a total nerd boob, Santorum waved a copy of the Constitution which he called the Operator's Manual of America. But he said many Americans neglect another founding document, the Declaration of Independence. Ain't nobody in that crowd going to tell him anything about the Constitution of the United States. It's just a buzzword. That's unconstitutional. I should be able to keep my rocket-propelled grenade launcher at the door. You never know who's going to be coming in. Okay, so Rick's big on the Declaration of Independence. Santorum began reciting, We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their... But paused for the crowd to shout, Creator! Before continuing, with certain unalienable rights. I can see people in the crowd going, Oh, no, unalienable. What does that mean? Is, are we all aliens? Are they, did, did aliens write the uh, uh, Declaration of Independence? i got to check this out. Back to Santorum. That is who we are. That's where our rights come from, he said, eliciting, bless the Lord from the audience. (laughs) Santorum said the Obama administration believes it has the right to force the Catholic Church to hire women priests. He's been pulling this one, by the way, and nobody's been gainsaying him, I guess, because he's doing it in Idaho. They're going to fight because they believe their secular values should be imposed on people of faith, he added. Don't you see how they see you? How they look down their noses at the average Americans, these elite snobs? Santorum said he's happy to be called the social conservative in the race, but that he talks about all the issues. I'll tell you what's going to happen. It's entirely possible, since Mitt Romney is such a doofus and such a, such a bad candidate, nobody likes him. It's not a matter of whether they agree with his issues. They don't like him. I think he's doomed. It's possible that Santorum will indeed be the candidate, even though Sarah Palin, who likes to re- refer to have herself referred to as Governor Palin, or shall we say, she who quit being Governor Palin, said she would help out all she can if there's a brokered convention. Oh, man, if that happens, it's going to be a total sideshow. Excuse me. Freak show. So let's say Santorum pulls it off. The fractured Republican Party, now dominated by the Koch brothers and the Tea Partyists and the religious right, puts Santorum on the ticket. He's going to be destroyed. He won't get 35% of the vote. Maybe. Maybe I'm being too hard. Maybe he'll get 35. A 65-35 wipeout. And you know what's going to happen? 
he is going to leave the Republican Party, which he's only a member of, not as a member of Congress, he's just got an R after his name, and he's going to be the lead corrupted altar boy for a third party, what I would call theocratic fascists. They'll have a more, you know, eponymous name for it, Americans for Freedom and the Declaration of Independence. You know, they're calling Santorum the new George Washington. Hey, Rick, I knew George Washington, and you ain't no first father of the country. You may be the father of 87 children because you won't strap on any protection, but you ain't the father of this country. Trust me. Yeah, and trust me too. I'll be back on Monday with more Radio Free Oz. We had a little trouble with CHNL. Their server was down, so those Oz and Ears had to go RSS through the uh, Radio Free Oz site. Sorry about that. Still working out the bugs. But hey, don't bug me. Let's have $3 a month. You freeloaders, man. Come on. Anyway, love you all. See you on Monday.